Hi, Hillcrest family and friends. I am Mark Hinman, I'm lead pastor here at Hillcrest Church. Welcome to this Thursday, February 29th edition of Fresh Prayer. And we're just going to seek the power and the presence of God tonight in prayer. And it's good to have you along with me and many others that will be praying with us tonight. And let me just say, if you have a prayer request, something we can be praying for you about, uh, you can email us at prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com or call the church at any time, day or night, uh, 716-483-3331. Or if you have the Church Center app, you can also submit prayer requests that way. You can go ahead and take a Bible and turn to Daniel chapter 1. We will be there in a moment, but today uh, is a very special day. This is the annual Collegiate Day of Prayer. And so tonight, we are we are going to pray for our college students, of which we have many at Hillcrest, or part of our church family, that are away at college. Uh, and so some of you have children or grandchildren that are away to, at school, and so we want to be able to pray for them uh, this evening. So I'm going to begin um, by reading a passage of scripture, and then I'm going to read an excerpt from a devotional um, that coincides for this day, and I think that will be uh, helpful. So if you'd like to follow along with me, I'm going to read from Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through, eh, we'll say 17. How long is I read? I'm reading from the NIV version. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, chief of his court officials, to bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that they were to enter the king's service. Among these were from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names, to Daniel the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah Shadrach, to Mishael Meshach, and to Azariah Abednego. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile, defile himself in this way. Verse 9. Now God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king who has assigned you or assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you look worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the other young men who eat the royal food. And treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for ten days. At the end of the ten days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who had the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables to eat. 
To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding, all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. So we have four young men, four Jewish young men, living as exiles in a foreign pagan land. And so tonight, I'm just drawing that inference uh, to, to connect to our, our college students who, again, are, are not living in their homeland, right? Heaven is our home, but are living in a foreign place, and that's the, the world in which we live. And so I'm going to read an excerpt from, from a devotional written by Ty Lamb. And many of you may not be familiar with Ty. Um, Ty founded a, minis a ministry known as the Luke 18 Project. You can visit uh, his website, luke18project.com. And his ministry is all about uh, developing uh, campus prayer movements and, and movements of prayer that would seek revival among our college students and then equipping students then to be prayer leaders on their college campuses. So I'm going to read an excerpt from his uh, devotional on this passage that I've just read. He says, In the days of Nebuchadnezzar and Israel's exile to Babylon, four Jewish teenagers, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, are brought to Nebuchadnezzar's school of leadership to be trained in the language and literature of Babylon. Part of the training was a daily regimen of King's Choice Foods. What was Nebuchadnezzar's objective in taking the handful of young leaders from a slave nation and giving them a full ride to Babylon's Ivy League University, including room and board in the king's palace and dining hall? I believe Nebuchadnezzar desired to cultivate an appetite in these future leaders for Babylonian comforts and pleasures, to erode their efforts to preserve their Jewish heritage and their zeal to be set apart according to the Jewish law, and to dull their resistance from imbibing the spirit and culture of Babylon. With their admission to the University of Babylon, these four Jewish teenagers were also to be given Babylonian names, Daniel, whose name means God is my judge, is renamed Belteshazzar, meaning Lady Protect the King. Hananiah, which means Yahweh has been gracious, is renamed Shadrach, I fear, or I am in fear of God, is what that name means. Mishael, his name means who is, um, who is what God is, is renamed Meshach, I am despised, contemptible, and humiliated. And Azariah, whose name means Yahweh has helped, is renamed Abednego, servant of Nebo, pagan god of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar wanted to redefine these four youths' identity. Like Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon, Satan, in, in the modern context of our secular humanistic universities, desires to erode our zeal for holiness and wholeheartedness for Jesus and to dull our resistance to lust to the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. The same holy prescription applies for us as it did for Daniel and his comrades in the day of Babylon. These young leaders gave themselves to a consecrated lifestyle of extended fasting and regular prayer. They voluntarily chose to forego the pleasures of the king's fine dining and embraced a prayerful lifestyle of fasting on vegetables for three years as they were at the University of Babylon. In learning to refuse the legitimate pleasures of food, favor, and comfort, they grew in grace and strength to refuse the illegitimate pleasures of compromise, pleasing man, and selfish ambition. 
by allowing the Lord to operate on the appetites of their bellies through a lifestyle of fasting and prayer, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom, ten times better than their peers. And they became leaders with understanding from heaven that shifted the course of history. I thought that was inspiring and it really helped frame the context in which many of our students um, are involved in education today. And it, it underscores the need um, for us to pray as their church family. So I have a list of, of 14 um, students. There probably are a few more perhaps that we, we missed. Uh, the Pastor Ben, our pastor of, of youth and young adults, gave me today. And we're going to pray for these 14 uh, students tonight. Um, and perhaps you have others that we I won't mention that we can also add to our, our ministry list. But we're going to pray along the line of three uh, things tonight. First, we're going to pray for an open heaven, um, that there would be uh, develop a posture of worship and, and praise to God on the heart of our college students. Second, we're going to pray for an open heart a posture of humility and submission to Jesus in all things. And then we're going to pray for an open hand, that these students would be open, um, have a posture of, of um, joyful and sacrifice, uh, sacrificial giving of themselves to other students in their uh, universities and colleges. So we will get to some specific prayer requests for other needs in the church tonight, but probably fairly uh, near the end and so we're going to go to prayer now for our college students. I invite you to join me in prayer. And so, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus tonight to pray for our college students. Lord, I'm thinking of Abby. I'm thinking of Grace. I'm thinking of Harmony. I'm thinking of Ruth. I'm thinking of Kenzie and Madison and Marcus and Ben and Ethan and Sam and Olivia and Hunter and Josh and probably a few more. And so, Lord, I, I pray, uh, first off, we pray together for an open um, heaven, a posture of worship and adoration, Lord, for the fullness of the power and the presence of Jesus Christ, Lord, to be made manifest to these students, that they would look up and, and seek you with an open heart, seeking the God of heaven, and that they would have an accurate view of the glory and majesty of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, capture their heart's attention. Don't allow our students to be um, drawn away to lesser gods, to, to lesser things, God. But capture their heart's attention. And we pray, God, for a renewed passion for an intimate and personal relationship with Jesus. We pray that over each of these 14 students and, and many more of God that are connected to our lives. And then, Father, we also pray for an open heart, for a, a posture of humility and submission to your ways. Lord, I pray for a responsiveness in their spirit to your voice, that they would hear your voice and that they would respond in faith, in courage, and in outright submission to your Lordship, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would help them to turn away from anything and everything that would hinder their walk with you, their relationship with you. God, help them to see the things that so easily will trip them up and to steer clear of them. Protect them from the evil one, we pray. 
And I pray, God, that you would give them a revelation of your love for them. God, when they feel like no one loves them, perhaps, or cares for them, that there is no one around, God, let them know that you're around and that you care. I pray that they would have a, a very keen awareness of your abiding presence with them. And Lord, I pray that they would know and be able to rest in and live out of a place of, of adoption, okay, into your family, Lord God, that they are children of the King because they know you through Jesus. God, give them that kind of insurance. And then, Father, we also pray tonight that they would have an open hand. Each one of these students, Lord, that they would have a joyful and sacrificial spirit about them. That they would be willing uh, to give of themselves to, to students that perhaps have disabilities or have um, uh, you know, things that, that don't allow them uh, to, to enter into normal um, friendships or uh, to be in the in crowd, God, that you would help them to have a heart of compassion and love for their for um, those who are defenseless, God, who need extra care, for, for those who are marginalized in any way, shape, or form. And we pray that you would give boldness to our students to joyfully share the hope that they have in Jesus Christ and, and that they would do so through generous acts of compassion and an evangelistic love for their fellow students. Father, I pray that this generation, that this generation of students would, would finish the remaining task of evangelizing every tongue, tribe, nation in this generation for the glory and pleasure of Jesus Christ. And Lord, while we pray for their spiritual well-being, we also know that they have very real physical needs. I thank you, God, that some are entering into a spring break time and they're going to be some coming home, others uh, taking a break and going elsewhere, perhaps with their families. So I pray for each student and every family member that will be traveling, perhaps to pick up their students, as you give them safety on the road, that God, you watch over them and protect them as they, they travel. And Lord, I pray uh, for some who may be finishing this week um, exams or tests or projects or things that they've got to get done before they can go on break. And I pray that you give them uh, just ability to manage their time well and skill to, to finish well uh, the things that they have started. And Lord, I pray just for each one as they continue to study that you'd help them to learn, that you'd help them to understand and that they would do well in their studies. I, I pray that you give them favor with their professors and with other students and that you would continue to help them to grow uh, emotionally and, and um, spiritually and physically in every way. God, thank you for our college students tonight. And we pray all of these things in the name Jesus. Amen. So I want to move us on now and we're going to pray also for some other needs in our church family. And so would you just continue in prayer with me um, for these needs. So Father, we just continue to pray for those who have physical needs, um, ongoing chronic physical issues uh, diseases and, and so on. And Lord, I'm just aware of, of several that are battling uh, COVID-19 virus uh, or some of the latest variants of it. Um, as others I'm aware have um, influenza, have the flu. Several have had the flu recently. Others have this uh, upper respiratory um, 
infection that just doesn't seem to let go. And then there are others, God, that have some other um, illness and, and are just under the weather tonight, stomach flu, or those sorts of things. Father, I, pr I pray that you bring healing to each one. I thank you that you are a God who heals. I thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers and, and you strengthen our bodies. I thank you that you've given us immune systems <laughs> to, to fight off um, sickness. But we look to you for our healing. Um, help uh, each of us to be wise in how we care for ourselves and how we take care of ourselves and that we would be um, just very careful and, and not uh, being in situations where we're going to pick up uh, bugs, but help us to be wise in those ways. So now I'm going to pause, and if there is um, someone that you know of, or maybe you yourself are ill, under the weather, someone that's sick um, right now, would you take a moment and just pray for them by name? This past Saturday, um, as we do each Saturday, I meet with um, sometimes two to three hundred, um, uh, typically over two hundred um, uh, folks in Pakistan, and we had several testimonies of healings from sickness. So, Lord, I thank you that you are a healing God, and we trust uh, each of the folks that we've prayed for tonight and uh, that have physical needs that, that you would bring healing to them. Now, Lord, I'm also aware that others uh, are dealing with more chronic things or uh, serious things than, than even these things. So I'm thinking of, of John McKenna again tonight as he um, battles cancer. Lord, I uh, thank you for the breakthrough that's occurred just this week with getting into Roswell Park uh, Cancer Institute. I pray, Father, that there would be effective treatment for John's lung cancer and that you would protect him and protect his physical life, protect his emotional well-being, protect his spiritual life. I pray that you watch over his dear wife, Beth, and their daughter, Heather, and Becky. Um, thank you, Lord, for the mechanics tonight. And I'm aware, Father, there are others of us that, are, um, that have um, family members that are dealing with serious illnesses. I'm thinking of the Keefs of, of Jamie. Dan Keefe's brother, uh, Tom. Many of you who've been around Hillcrest for a while know Tom Keefe. He lives out of state now, but he's uh, has started treatment this week for blood cancer. So would you take a moment right now as I pause and lift up Tom Keefe and pray for the, the treatment to be effective on his blood cancer. Likely you know someone else that has a chronic disease, um, a uh, cancer that they're battling, and I'm going to pause again. And, and so if there's someone else on your heart tonight, let's bring that person before the Lord right now as I pause. You pray by name for that individual right now. The strengthening, the healing, um, the love that you are going to show um, to these people that we lifted in prayer. We 
We look forward to praising you, God, for how you answer our prayers and praying for these dear ones tonight. And then Linda um, Fegley made us aware of um, Lori Sorensen, um, Lori and Keith, uh, uh, regular tenders of our church, and Lori's uh, sister, Heather, is in St. Vincent's Hospital in Erie, um, and she needs specific healing for her kidneys, and Lord, the doctors don't know exactly what's going on, but you do, and so we lift up Heather tonight, and we pray for your healing touch, God, in her body specifically on her kidneys. We pray that you restore kidney function, Lord. Um, you made her kidneys, and you know exactly how to restore them. So we, we pray for your healing touch in her body. But Lord, however you're going to work in, in Heather's life, we just pray that you would surround this whole family and allow them to know of your power and your presence with them. And then finally, there are many that are <clears throat> continuing to grieve in our church family. And I'd like us to spend a few moments praying for them. Earlier this week, we had another session of Grief Share, and I th I'm just grateful for um, Lisa and Susan, two of the leaders of Grief Share here at our church, but the, the large group of people that have been coming to seek healing. So let's just pray for Grief Share and all of those that are part of that group this session. Father, I thank you for these 12, 13 weeks that this group of people have been together, or are together, um, will be together. And I pray that you would bring healing to these folks. They've been through a lot. They've been through extreme loss in many cases of spouses, of children, of close friends, of others that they love. And so, Lord, we pray for your healing touch on their emotions, on their relationships. Thank you again for the opportunity we have as a church family to offer Grief Share, and we pray that it would be um, truly effective. Father, we specifically pray for uh, Adam Chicharella, the loss of his dad. Um, you know that Adam and his mom, Wilma, have been attending uh, recent weeks. And so, God, we pray that you would um, surround the Chitarella family um, tonight, especially in the loss of their um, husband and, and father. And then, God, as we look forward, we pray into several things that are coming up within the life of our church family. I'm thinking of the Easter Jam experience for our kids' ministry. I pray that there would be many parents that would bring their children our grandparents bring their grandchildren, and that many children would grow in their knowledge of what you have done uh, because Jesus has gone to the cross and died in our place to pay our sin debt, and that you rose again from the dead. I pray that you would bring um, some to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, I also pray for the upcoming um, Esther's Banquet presentation of Purim and this uh, new dinner theater experience that we're rolling out for first time this year. I pray that, that the performances, all four of them, on the 22nd and the 23rd of March would be packed, um, that they would be sold out. Um, and more than that, Lord, I'm praying that you would help us just to grab hold of the awesome message of redemption, of salvation that is woven through the story of Esther. And so use this, God, not only as a teaching tool, but as a as an evangelistic tool to bring some to a saving knowledge of Jesus. Thank you for the cast. Thank you for each person who is giving sacrificially to see that happen. 
Then, Father, we also looked forward to our Good Friday service, an opportunity to partner with our sister church, Lakewood Baptist. And God, I pray for just a, a wonderful time of worship at the cross. Lord Jesus, you are worthy of our worship, and I pray that you would just draw us close. As we prayed for our, our um, college students tonight, that they would be captured by your love, I pray for each one of us that our heart's devotion would not grow cold, but that we would continue to grow in our passion for our Savior. And Lord, as we look forward to this coming Sunday and an opportunity to celebrate around the Lord's table again in communion, I pray that that would be a very special time of remembrance and a time of worship and that you would also work in our hearts. God, I pray for, for me as I um, have an opportunity to preach a word on on the, the true vine from John chapter 15. I pray that you would use me, God, as I teach your word from this um, this series, Jesus Is. And I, I pray that you'd use your word again in each of our lives and that it would be life to us. So we thank you tonight, God, for all of the opportunities we have as a church family to join together, to work together, to serve you together, to love you together. And I pray tonight that um, as we we wrap up our time together that you would continue to work in and through us as a church family. And we pray all of these things in the strong name of Jesus, and we all said together, amen. Hey, thank you for being uh, with me uh, in my office uh, tonight. It's been good for us to be together again uh, to pray. I invite you to worship on Sunday, 8.45 and 11 is our our two service times, 845 is our traditional service. Our choir and uh, other musicians lead that service along with me. I'll be preaching God's Word this week. 11 o'clock is our contemporary service, and uh band will be ready to lead you in worship as well. Uh, Discovery Town for kid, Kids opens at 10, runs till noon. There's a new quarter of uh, Hillcrest University classes that kick off at 10 a.m. for adults. Lots of stuff going on here, ways you can connect and grow in your relationship with Jesus. But until we get together again, God bless you. Thank you for being with us tonight. Have a good night.